Hey, good morning everybody and welcome to Success Life Live. My name is Eric Reed. I am your host, uh, coach, friend. You decide what I am, but I'm glad you took time out of your busy morning to join us here on Facebook or if you're listening in the rebroadcast through the podcast, I appreciate that as well. Do me a favor as you log in, take a moment, say hello, make a comment, share, like, follow, Twitter, tweet, whatever you gotta do, but take a moment, let me know you're in the room. Good morning, Miss Sarah, good morning to me, good morning extra early to Steve on the West Coast. I'm glad you jumped in for Success Coaching Live. Um, so talking about ambition or raising your ambition, or as I had titled this, the risk when you raise your ambition. So uh, take a moment, pull out your notebooks, pull out your pen and pads, pull off the side of the road and just listen in. Because we gather here every morning in order to get this thing, the mindset right, in order to build success and live um, our day just at a little higher level. That's what this is all about. So thank you for jumping in. Good morning, Elizabeth and Maldonado. I lived very near Maldonado, Uruguay, so I love your name. Um, it's a beautiful place, Maldonado, Uruguay, Punta del Este, and points east. So good morning, everybody, and welcome. And let's get started with today's lesson. As soon as you take a moment and say hello to somebody, or hit the share button, hit the like button, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe. Buenos dias, Sara. Um, I know, I have to like drop into the R's again. Good morning, uh, Ayinka. I hope I did that right. If not, I apologize, Inca. Um, it's, um, I'm just gonna let it go with that. I'm not gonna try, I'm not gonna struggle. So raising your ambition, or what happens when we raise our ambition? That's today's lesson, and I'm glad you're taking a moment to join me. Um, so ambition, it's funny that we can have such a negative connotation towards the word ambition. It's almost as if ambition implies that we have to step on the throat of others or that we have to crawl our way and climb our way to the top on the backs of others. When I hear somebody say, oh, he's very ambitious, they almost imply that he's separated from the herd, that he's running rogue, that he's going crazy, that he's kind of like out of control, that his ambition is almost a negative thing. Well, I don't know how we develop this concept that ambition is a negative thing. Or, or maybe out of our own self-doubt and fear, those that have ambition, we wanna separate, we wanna isolate, we wanna somehow put a little bit of paint on their, their fence, so to speak, so that we don't have to raise our ambition. And so when I started thinking about this idea of raising your ambition, it followed after I was reading something and then I was writing something and then I was paraphrasing. Um, and it was that, that idea of being completely committed to something is not common. It's rare. It's, it's, it's because it requires us, as T.S. Eliot said, is nothing short of everything. When you see that ambitious person, when you see that person stepping into their ambition, they are living a life of nothing short of everything. They are all in, they are kitchen soup kind of thing. They are ready to put everything they have on the line. And they've set this goal of being number one, whether it's the number one writer, number one coach, number one speaker, number one realtor. They've set this goal of achieving something that seems extreme to others. 
And what often happens is when you sit down and you meet with these successful people, when you meet with these ambitious people, when you meet with these driver kind of people, the idea of being number one, most recognized, most played, most whatever, you know, like the ultimate, yeah, they talk about it and they breathe into it and they believe into it. But when you listen to them, what's amazing is they aren't as committed to the award, to the placement, to the recognition, to the moment of success, as they are developing what it requires to get there. When you meet somebody that runs ultra marathons or Ironman competitions, yeah, they'll talk about the day of the race. Yeah, they'll talk about the event. But what they'll spend more time talking about is the journey getting there and the transformation that occurred in their diet and in their workout and in their daily discipline and in their commitment and in the laws of trade-off and raising their bar. When you talk about somebody, talk to somebody that has extreme goals, that somebody would say, oh my gosh, that's too ambitious. That's so ambitious. How could they even believe that? That's like, and we start to think that they're gonna fail. They're not worried about that. They don't even see that. They don't even wanna focus on that. Because what they're doing daily, what they're doing hourly, what they're doing minutely, what they're doing event and task-wise is becoming an absolute master of what it would take to achieve that major ambitious goal. So I work with a lot of realtors as a coach and you know, I'll say, well, what's your goal? And they'll say, oh, sell 24 homes. I'm like, okay, does that feel ambitious? Well, it's what I need, and it's so funny because then they start to caveat it with, well, it's what I need to hit my goals, it's what I need to be financially secure, it's what my nut is, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like their safe goal. They're, they're, you know what, I would be really happy if I did this, but this is kind of a stretch goal. What if you set the goal to sell 100 homes, 200 homes, 300 homes? People would be, oh, that's just ambitious, it's not gonna happen. And you said, I don't care, that's what my goal is. It would require you to focus in at such tight acuity, at such fine point, at such minute detail that every action that you took during the day required you to be at your absolute highest and ultimate best. You would become so transformed in every task, every event, every thought, every transaction that ultimately you wouldn't be recognized for selling the number one homes or being the number one in your industry or being the number one podcast, radio show, book writer, weight loss, financial person. You would be recognized as being a master of your goals, the master of your dreams, the master of your desires. So what I call you to do, what I ask you to do is set really ambitious goals. Sit there and say, I'm gonna be ambitious. I am going to offend the universe and all those people standing on the sidelines of my life with how ambitious I sound. Because I'm not gonna focus on being the number one, the big, the double gold star, double diamond, platinum award winner, whatever. Because I know in order for me to achieve that, I've gotta focus in on now, right here, right in front of me, this very test, this very event, this very moment that I'm working on. I need to be so committed to this because people that are million dollar producers, people that are ultra successful, people that run ultra marathons, think about the details daily and they perfect it and they refine it and they reduce it and refine it again. They make their lives gold.
by over and over again heating themselves up in the fire of test and triumph and failure and success in order to bring out the very purest part of themselves because only the very purest part of themselves will serve that ambitious, audacious, big freaking goal. And I almost slipped there and I apologize for those that thought I was gonna do it. So what's the risk? What's the risk to you if you raised your ambitions? ambitions? You might find out just how far back you've been holding how little you've been playing, how safe you've been experiencing life, how little commitment you've been putting into perfecting your craft, your talent, your goal, your dreams, and your desire. You might suddenly wake up and go, oh my gosh, I've got so much done today compared to last week, last year, last month. What's this about? Oh yeah, that's right, I raised my goal, I raised my ambitions. I now have to focus in at such a tight level you don't believe that this is gonna happen? Let me give you an example. When we have vacation coming up on Thursday, we are amazing superheroes Monday through Wednesday. We accomplish more in those three days than we do the entire month leading into it. Why? Because we've got a defined goal and we know in order to achieve that, we've gotta like micro down and tighten up and focus in and power through. You have more in you than you can even see right now. You have more opportunities and potential than you've even begun to unpack. One of the best ways of having that happen and discovering that is getting around people who play bigger than you, play larger than you, play louder than you, play full out. I had the opportunity over the weekend because so many of my JMT coaching friends and family were in town to meet with several people in different events. And I sat there and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm playing small. Oh my gosh, I gotta raise this. Oh, I gotta raise this. Oh, I gotta raise this. Oh, I gotta raise this. I sat down with my coach on an extra session. I called and I said, I gotta talk to you, man, dude. I'm playing small. It's like, raise your ambition. What's gonna happen? What's gonna hurt? If you've been living in that safe place, that place where you think, you know what, I'm doing pretty good. I don't know. Eh, no. You need to get around people playing bigger, people playing harder, play, playing tougher. You need a coach, you need a mentor, you need an accountability person. You need somebody to walk into your day and go, really, 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 that's all you got? That's, that's as big as you can think? That's as large as you can dream? That's as much as you can conceive? You have got to be around a coach, a mentor, a friend, that isn't afraid to say, oh yeah, I see, you're gonna play the little game today. Okay, I, I, I just wanted to check in. We're doing little game today? Good, I'm glad you're doing little game today. We're in agreement, little game, that's who you are, that's what you want, that's all you need in life is little game. I'm not gonna meet you in your agreement, but at least I understand your, your, your behavior. I wanna be around people that look at me and go, really? Really, that's all the ambition you have? Well, you know, on this court, we play full out. In this office, we play full in. In this faith and in this family, we don't quit just because we got enough. We wanna see how much we can give, how much we can develop, how much we can push forward, how much we can achieve. Not because we need to have this ego-centered moment of standing on stage with a crown and the roses and 
you know, all of the glory brought to us. We want to know how much is in us. And by knowing how much is in us, it gives us the opportunity to give to others, transform others, transform communities, transform lives around us. Because guess what? We're working from a place of unlimited abundance and we're not afraid to tap into it because we got big ambitions. And big ambitions require big people around us to keep pushing us and driving us and kicking us. So if you've been sitting in your office or in your little shelter and you've been thinking you're playing big and you, you know, oh man, it's such a hard day and you know, you wipe the sweat from your brow, you need to get out. You need to meet with other people. You need to have people challenge you and go, really? Oh, really? Oh, that's all you want? Wow. I just need to make, I, as a coach, oh, I tell you this, when you and I are on a coaching call, if I hear, I just need... Trust me, I am going to jump into it. I just need. I do not serve a divine God that gives me what I just need. I live in a place and from a place and around and surrounded by a place that doesn't meet just needs. It says everything, anything, all the things that you truly want and desire, I can create like that for you. But you gotta have the, the ambition, the desire, and the willpower to play, as T.S. Eliot said, nothing short of everything. I love that when I read it. It was nothing short of everything because nothing short of everything. If you fall short of everything, then you're really playing nothing. It's everything or nothing. And I know people say, oh, we don't live in an all or nothing. We live in an and or but. Kind of. What I'm saying is, if you don't give it all, then you're really giving it nothing. Immeasurable more than I can think of. Yes, yes. Um, reading into psychocybernetics, and I'm probably not going to find it fast enough. Um, if you give me just a minute. In case you don't know me, I typically have like three books in, in process at any good time. And I noticed Allison jumped in and I just finished her. But it was interesting... Um, anyhow, I'll have to find it for you tomorrow. Um, our mind does not conceive middle. It conceives all or nothing. We define the quantitative value of what all or nothing is. We think we're playing all in. We think we're being big. We have some experience in the past that says, here's the example. So let's say you get on the treadmill this morning and you start your little jog or fancy walk or trot or whatever you want to call it. And uh, you look down at the odometer thing and it says you're going at a 14 minute mile pace. And you do that little thing for three to five minutes and you finish and it said you averaged a 14 minute mile pace. And you spend the rest of the day going around the room and around your office going, I did a 14 mile pace, I did a 14 minute mile pace, I did a 14 minute mile pace for my one mile. You have now programmed in your mind that you are a 14 minute mile pace person. So tomorrow when you come into the gym, what do you do? You hit the little dial and you dial it and when it gets to 14 minute mile pace, you stop because you say, oh, I'm a 14 minute mile pace. That's what I was yesterday, that's what I am today. Experience has taught me. And you do that for two or three days and you start to say, wow, you know what? I feel pretty good doing 14 minute mile paces. That's who I am. That's what I need. That's where I'm at. Well, let's say on Friday you walk into the gym 
And there's a guy with his toolbox and he's down there fiddling and diddling with the, the, weight, the workout machine that you use, the treadmill. And you're like, hey, dude, what's up? That's my treadmill. He's like, yeah, I got to recalibrate it. And you're like, what do you mean you got to recalibrate it? Yeah, you know, we ran some tests and we came to find out. This is a 10 minute, it's off by like two to three minutes. So like when it's reporting 14 minute mile paces, it's really a 10 minute mile pace. Wait a minute, you mean I'm a 10 minute miler? All this time I thought my limit was 14. Now I'm at 10? You know what you do the next day when you walk into the treadmill? You dial it down to 10, you dial it up to nine, whatever it is, because suddenly you realize you had all this untapped potential just because the outside matrix said that this is what it was. You weren't judging it based on what you knew you had in it. You were basing it on what people around you, situations and events and the life that you're living has said that you are instead of what you know you got in you. So next time you go into the gym, throw a towel over that little treadmill counter clock thing and dial it up and say, I am gonna see what it takes for me to break, what it takes for me to stop, what it takes for me to collapse on the ground because that will be my new benchmark. I am gonna go all in. I am gonna give everything that I got until I ain't got no more and then I'm gonna hold on for one more breath because there's gotta be something more in me. When you're out there looking for the clients and prospecting and lead generating and all the things we do as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, mompreneurs, dreampreneurs, and you're like, you know what, I made my 10 calls today. You're gonna to pick up the phone and go, you know what, two more, two more. Because I know in me there is more than I have yet to tap in. I am raising my expectations. I am raising my ambitions. I am living bigger than I ever lived before. When you say, you know what, I'm gonna do this, and you set a goal, I want you to go, what's 10% more than that? That's where I'm going. When you talk out loud and somebody says, what do you wanna be? And you say, I wanna be a millionaire. And they say, that's ambitious. Go, no, that's just a starting point. Because I need to learn what it takes to be a millionaire. I need to learn what it takes to have the lifestyle and the habits and the mindset and the discipline and the commitment to being a millionaire because I plan on going beyond that. I need to know more of who I am and what I have in me than I am currently experiencing. In order for that to happen, I have got to take the risk and raise my ambition and then I got to start telling everybody in the room about it because I need accountability. And if nobody in the room thinks that's challenging or big enough, I'm gonna go outside the room, I'm gonna find a friend, I'm gonna phone a friend, I'm gonna get a mentor, I'm gonna get a coach, I'm gonna join a group. I'm gonna do something that I am in, a group of individuals that make me feel like the little fish and not the big fish. Because there is room for us to grow, there is space for us to swim, there are ambitions for us to channel, tackle. And when you hear, and do me this favor, and then we gotta wrap, because we gotta go out and make it happen. When you hear somebody say something out loud that you think is like to you, you kinda like, that sounds ambitious. I want you to just step back and go, you got it. You got that. And even applaud and encourage and say, you know what, I celebrate ambitious goals because I understand that you, like me, are not seeking the fame, fortune, and moment of ego but you are seeking the development of the person that it requires to become that moment. And that you are focused on the journey and the process and the perfection and the growth and the digging and the growing and the hunting and the finding and the developing and the sweat and the blood and the tears 
that it's gonna require you to become who that is because you wanna tap into all that you have so that when you get there, you can go to the next place. When you hear somebody have an amazingly ambitious drive, celebrate them and say, how do I stand beside you? Because I wanna be with people who are developing themselves at such a level that it requires everything. Like I said, nothing short of everything. I, when I wrote this down, and it'll be up posted in a minute, being completely committed to something is not common. It's rare because commitment requires nothing short of everything. Yes, learn to celebrate the courage of others. Learn to live ambitiously and don't be shamed by it. It's not a negative thing. Get past that idea that ambition means that you're gonna climb the ladder and step on others and do whatever it takes to, to climb over the bodies of those you left behind. No, when we tap into our true ambition, when we tap into our true desires, our true purpose, our trueness, our ambition is not to get ahead of others, but to get in touch with all that we have and all that we can be and explore that and explode that to the highest level. It's amazing when I meet people who are triathletes or uh, Ironman competition or ultra marathoners, and you listen to them and listen to them and listen to them. They talk about the experience of getting to know their body, getting to know their determination, getting to know their commitment, getting to know what is really of value to them. They talk about all of the things that they discovered about themselves, both physically and emotionally and mentally and spiritually, and about the people around them. And then they also mention, by the way, I just ran a 100-mile marathon. And we're all impressed more with the 100-mile marathon, the gold ribbon, the, the plaque on the wall, the things that show up on Facebook. But I tell you, if you take the time and listen to these people and dig in, you're gonna hear that they celebrate the person they became on the journey. Not the award day that happened at the end of the 100 miles. So what's the risk in raising your ambition? Maybe you're gonna find out just how big you are, how much you have to offer the world in your dreams how much more there is in you that you've yet to tap into. It's just kind of my question for today. It's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. All right, well, I appreciate you guys jumping in and joining me for Success Life Live. Again, my name is Eric Reed. I love coaching and mentoring with people. It is my passion. I, I truly do um, invest in developing my coaching and developing my mindset so that I can serve others better. And that's why we gather here every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern is so that I can give you what, and some people would say this is somewhat of a, a, a group coaching session. Um, it's, it's quite different than a live one-to-one. -one, and if that's something you want to experience or dig into, um, call me. We'll see if we can make it work. Um, one of the things I do want to stress is though, you got to be talking about those big audacious ambitious goals and you got to be talking about it with people that have equal big audacious ambitious goals and that are willing to hold you accountable and monitor and encourage and not let you slide back into small when they know big is inside of you. 
So connect with the people that are in this community. Connect with me through this Facebook channel. Find other people. I don't know, go out today and ask somebody what their big ambition is. And if you say, really? Uh, then what happens after that? If it sounds like a dead end street, eh, move on. But if somebody says, well, my first level goal was to earn a million dollars and in that process, I've got to do this, this, and this and develop this, this, and this and who I am, that's somebody you want in your circle, all right? So something to think about. I hope you will keep me in your circle, so to speak, and that you'll encourage others to join us as well by sharing this out and uh, liking it, commenting it, uh, Twittering it, following it, whatever. You know social media. It's all about uh, keeping the conversation alive. Um, to that effect, I want to, and it probably will occur over on the YouTube channel, Eric G. Reed. I'm going to talk a little bit. I've seen a lot of people making some Facebook social media mistakes um, that I want to sort of talk about in general just as a business tool or it may show up on the business page. I don't know, but I'll get it done later today. In the meantime, you guys go out and live your best day. Be blessed. Live your life with success. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a good day.